Welcome to Please Bet on Football Games. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Please Bet on Football Games podcast. I'm your host, Alex, here with the on-air talent, Joe. Joe, how's it going today? I don't like the NFL and I don't believe that football is worth betting on anymore. It's basically just this year has been the second straight year of reinforcing that quarterback play sucks and therefore quarterbacks don't matter that much. Really, all that matters is coaching and variance and coaching is baked into the line and variance is not predictable. So it's very hard to truly handicap from the players up. Yeah, it's been tough. I mean, I've enjoyed the year from a viewing standpoint in that it's chaotic and it's hard to predict what's going to happen, but it makes it really tough from a betting standpoint. Well, I don't enjoy it from a viewing standpoint because I only like good football and there's none. It's eventful football. There's Definitely a lot that goes on. Football, but so is the Big 12 and I hate it. Yeah, that's fair. All right. You want to talk about last week's bets? Yeah. Bets, donations, whatever you'd like to call them. <laughs> They didn't go very well. Uh, first up, nice. we can we can talk about our best bet. We yep. had Tampa Bay plus two and a half against Indy. We deserve to lose this bet because we're fucking morons and we keep betting on the worst coach and the worst defense in the NFL because they have a quarterback who is very good, but if he doesn't play perfect, literally cannot win a game because everything around him is shit. And like people want to say, oh, he's got great receivers. Well, why the fuck do they always drop the ball? Always. It's It's a shit show. I, I, I really honestly wished I tried when Baker went down. I looked at the cash out for my three unit bet, my $6,000 bet. And I could have cashed out for 5,500, taken a $500 loss and gotten out. And I was like, okay, if Baker's back on the next drive, I won't cash out. And he was back, but he wasn't very good in the first half until he got his Tortorol shot. And that was enough to sink us. So I should have fucking cashed out. And I really wish Baker Mayfield didn't come back because then one, we would have seen the massive chasm between him and Kyle Trask. And two, I would have cashed out and lost probably 5,000 fewer dollars. Yeah, that was a tough game. Bucks are not good. We've talked about it. That we need to stop betting on them. We're just never think, doing it again. Yeah, I think this week really cemented it. They're this year's version of the Titans and the Falcons of years past. Yep. Add the Chargers to that mix. Yeah. Well, right. that's that's a good segue. The only bet we want is fading the Chargers. Exactly. We had Baltimore minus three over the Chargers. What was, a shit fucking football game. <laughs> It was pretty legit. I mean, the the Chargers did fumble twice and they shouldn't have, but it's the Chargers. They will always lose. And and we should use that kind of thinking when betting on teams like the Bucs. There are so many teams that are okay teams purely because they have one of the very best quarterbacks in the NFL. And if those quarterbacks make a mistake, they lose. And if they make two mistakes, they lose in embarrassing fashion. And we need to accept that and and internalize that. Yeah, we got to stop looking at, you know, it used to be our go-to of like, who's got the better quarterback? And that was our deciding factor. means very little anymore. Yeah, I used to have quarterbacks at about 40% of a team's value. And I think now it's probably appropriate to make it 10. I was going to say like 15 or 20, but yeah, I mean, it's not much. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some more losses. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had New Orleans minus one and a half against Atlanta. They lost. Did you watch this game? A little bit. I didn't watch this game. I didn't care about this game. This is one of the best we just had to get to five. Sucks. Basically, every sharp better I know had the Saints. They lost. It's what they do. Derek Carr threw a, an 80-yard pick six. It's what he does. 
They just suck. They're a poorly coached team that's not excellent in any facet of the game. Yeah, we bet on the defense being a little bit better than Atlanta's defense and Carr being better than Ritter. Carr was better than but, Ritter, but a pick six is hard to overcome. Yep. And the Especially Red Zone offense Two bad so teams bad. with, yeah. When you have two bad teams with good defenses, a pick six is a, uh, yeah, is a killer. Happen. All right, another loss. We had Cleveland over Denver plus one. Take the floor is yours. What do you think? I mean, it's the Browns couldn't run at all. Yeah. Which makes it really hard then when you have to ask DTR to do a bunch of stuff. He's, I mean, he, he wasn't is hilarious. Yes. Like he made a couple plays where it was like, oh, wow. Like he plays in the NFL. But for the most part, it was just like everything was off. And PJ Walker was maybe funnier because he just kept on having the same fumble over and over. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's why they refuse to play him. Like Joe Flacco is going to play if DTR can't. Joe Flacco should start. I I mean, I think he might this week and he might not give up the job. I don't know. The, the Browns have a crazy good defense, although Miles Garrett, his shoulder is something. There's no structural damage, but Mary Kay Cabot says that actually there could be structural damage. She is a reporter. That's a word for it. Mm-hmm. Last game. Yep, we had on what Monday night Minnesota over Chicago minus three. Uh, Chicago won a late entry into the uh campaign for worst football game I've seen all fucking year. I was working and saw maybe two minutes of this game. Uh, it was a little bit of a bad beat. Um, Josh Dobbs had so many picks. Uh, multiple of which were not his fault, but many of which were his fault. He had three pickable balls. Terrible performance. And then it looked like we were going to get a reprieve because Justin Fields fumbled with like three minutes left right around midfield. So it's one of those cases where it's like, all right, the Vikings are going to get 10, 15 yards and they're going to stall out trying to be conservative and run clock. They'll kick a field goal and they'll be up four and the Bears will have a chance to win the game. And the Vikings got like two yards. And then instead of kicking the 60 yard field goal, they pussied out and punted. And then Justin Fields made his one nice throw of the entire fucking day. Which is of no consequence because we were going to lose the bet anyway. But um, this is not bullshit. This is just too large of a spread. You can't lay three with bad teams. And I overestimated Josh Dobbs. The one case where quarterback did matter. It was that kind of week. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Honestly, we deserved a bad week. We absolutely did. No more mobile potting. Try again. Yeah, I think all we can do is flush it and move on. Yeah. All right. Well, this week starts off fun. Let's. I'm getting ahead of myself. Alex, do you want to get to the bets? Yeah, let's talk about this week. All right. I like how it starts. First up on Thursday night, we have the Seattle Seahawks going to play the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are minus eight and a half, or you can get the Seahawks plus nine. Okay, this is going to be the rare decent game to which I say, why the fuck is Dallas laying eight and a half? I don't think the Seahawks are good, but... Dallas isn't a juggernaut, and the Seahawks are okay. I think it's because Dallas has been looking pretty good the last few weeks, whereas the Seahawks have looked worse than they did at the beginning of the year. Geno's struggling. Geno does suck. Yeah. And Dak has been playing well, and Dak's production has been excellent. Turns out Mike McCarthy, uh, all along, as we have long said, pretty good coach. He surprised me. I didn't think he would be this good, but he's got Dak. I didn't think I didn't think he'd be this good. And I think that being this good is also a function of who they've played lately. But remember, we wanted him in Cleveland over Stefanski. So long as he called plays back when we were Browns fans. Mm -hmm. Campaigning for Bruce Arians and Mike McCarthy. 
And then both of them were like, we're not calling plays. And we were like, fuck, what's your purpose? <laughs> it turns out Mike McCarthy is way better as a coach when he calls plays. Um, also, it's just a terrible year for the NFL. And Dallas is like your quintessential solid team. And that makes them like a top five team again, just like last year. Mm-hmm. God, I hate this fucking league. We, ha- we haven't There's even a like- lot of parody. We haven't even touched upon the fact that the officiating is just bananas bad. Like, I had a bunch of money on the Bills, personally, and that bet absolutely should have won. Do you know there was one penalty against the Eagles and 13 against the Bills? I did see at one point it was like 12 to nothing. The Eagles who false start on every snap and hold every third snap. And I get it. You can't call all of them, but maybe call one. Eh, It was rough. Um, There have been a lot of rough showings like that. It's a bad league. It's a bad league, and unfortunately, all the leagues are kind of shit right now. NBA's having a nice little, regardless, doesn't matter. We don't have time. Uh, Dude, I like Seattle. Do you like Seattle? We're catching a touchdown and a half. I mean, I don't really, but nine points is nine points. All right. So Seattle's got a good secondary, a very good secondary. They do. Dallas likes to throw the ball. They don't really run very well. Uh, The rest of Seattle's defense, let's call it not good. Uh, Bobby Wagner... He is like that fresh load of dishes, extremely well washed. He cannot move anymore. It's like I saw somebody tweeting that it was sad and I was like, oh, come on. It's not sad. And then I looked at the video. and I was like, oh, my God, it's kind of it's kind of like watching a geriatric dude be president. (laughs) It's like, dude, somebody help him. He doesn't know. Uh, It's all we know anymore. (laughs) Right. That's that's the joke. Regardless of what side you're on, you thought that was funny and about the other guy. Oh, this is killing me inside. Uh, on the other side, C- mm. on the other side, Seattle. Yeah, they're gonna have a hard time because the only thing Gino can do is throw points. deep. All Gino can do is throw deep. All DK Metcalf can do is run streaks. And the Cowboys have sick corners who, and they play a lot of cover three, a lot of cover two. Don't let you get deep on them. But fuck nine and a half. Okay, it's a big ass spread, so it's a maybe pile. But you're, yeah, there's not a huge angle. Yeah, I just don't think Seattle's gonna be able to score. And so even if the defense matches up relatively well against the Cowboys and you have over a touchdown, I feel like you're hoping for some sort of backdoor cover because I feel like it's going to be a two, three score game. And Seattle's bitten us in the ass with their inability to move the ball against zone defenses already. I mean, look at the fucking Bengals game. They can't do anything in the red zone. Yeah. So I'm fine with winning it maybe while just because it is such a big spread, but I'm not super keen on betting it. But let's see what else we got. I think it'll be a fun game to watch because there's hope. It should be. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of talented players, and, like, you expect Seattle to be better, but we'll see. On to Sunday? Yep. First up in the noon slate, we have the Denver Broncos going to play the Houston Texans. The Texans are minus three and a half. I don't want the Texans. The you Broncos do? can't keep getting a fucking way with this. They're not any good. I agree with you. What are they on, a five-game win streak? I think maybe six. Yes, it's five <laughs> or six. It's ridiculous. They're in a playoff spot. And they haven't done anything. <sighs> uh, the Texans are overrated as well, though. But they the Texans are. just hung with Jacksonville. And I don't, I, if this, I think we can say that the Texans are probably like three points worse than Jacksonville, like pretty fairly. I think so. If this is Jacksonville versus Denver, we're putting our dicks on the table. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't disagree with you because, I mean, last week we took fucking Cleveland. Houston's so square. Stroud is going to throw some picks because it's a very good creative cover three based defense. So he can't just throw the ball late over the middle like he's been doing. He's been panicking in the pocket again. He's just been getting away with it because Jacksonville has no rush and eventually your receivers get open. 
Do I have to pass on this? Three and a half is tough to lay. And I don't, yeah, we can't. I can't fucking lay three and a half with a team I don't trust. No. Yeah, it's, you know, like maybe we'll come back to it. Yep. Also, I'm doing but, the thing where I want to bet against the Broncos because they have a fraud quarterback, but they have a good line and good receivers and a decent defense. So no, next game. All right, moving on. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers going to play the New England Patriots. The Patriots are plus six. I'm not allowed to lay six with the Chargers, so I guess we got to move on. Yeah, I think this is an unbettable one. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions going to play the New Orleans Saints. You can get Saints plus four and a half or Detroit minus four. Will Jared Goff have five turnover-worthy plays for the third straight week? That's the question, because they the Lions can't really stop anybody. Uh, so the Saints will move the ball to the extent that they're capable. The question is simply, will Jared Goff fumble three times and throw three picks? Because he does that now, apparently. They've got to well get might. back on track at some point, right? But they didn't think against so. the Packers. And this might just be the regression you expect when you have... Jared Goff at quarterback. Yes, and a bad defense. Yeah. That looked okay for the beginning of the season. Turns out Patrick Mahomes without Travis Kelsey is just inept. And yeah. that made the Lions defense look pretty good for 5 weeks until the sample size increased to the fact or to the point that we could realize they actually do in fact suck. Um if you can get the Lions under 3 I'd take it, but right now I can't. Yeah, I don't think so. Even with Derek Carr surely to make some questionable decisions that make it a lot easier on Detroit. I wouldn't be shocked if they get bailed out by some Derek Carr silliness, but I don't think you can bet on Goff in the way he's been playing. Like he's been playing complete saboteur level. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm struggling here because the, the lions have to win. They fucking have to win. And the saints have to be deflated after another fucking loss, but the saints are like one or two wins out of the fucking playoffs. So they're never going to give up. And you can't run the ball that easily against them, the Saints. Mm -hmm. And that's how the Lions really want to make their hay, especially with Jared Goff fumbling and throwing picks all over. Jared Goff lately has been the human embodiment of Kevin from the office spilling chili. <laughs> I mean, how many turnover-worthy plays in the last two weeks? Uh, Six? So seven? He only had four against Green Bay, all fumbles. And then he had four. Five against the Bears, all interceptable. So maybe this week, none. Yeah, or he maybe limit, he'll... He learned to limit his picks at the cost of his fumbles. Now he'll learn to limit his fumbles. He's going to throw picks. All right, we're 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 bashing our heads into the wall on another fucking bad game. We should be looking at underdogs this week anyway. So, I, no. I agree. But next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals going to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are minus five and a half. When you get halfway through a fucking slate of games and it never comes up that any of these teams might be any good, you know the NFL's got a problem. Because these teams suck. Uh, I watched Kyler Murray. I charted him for the first time this year, last week, uh, against the Rams defense, who has no players. D minus. Uh, two positive throws. Both were 10-yard curls. Ten. Ten bad throws that were aimed. Uh, he, wow. Mm. It was, he sucks. And their team sucks. Their offensive line, decent. Their receivers, decent. Their defensive line, you don't know anybody on them. Their linebackers, you don't know anybody on them. Their entire secondary, hmm, boy. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh, Matt Canada might have just been most of the problem. It turns out when you have good receivers and a good running back and a decent offensive line, you can have a top 20 offense, theoretically. So 
I lean Steelers, but I'm not I'm not laying five and a half with the fucking Steelers. Yeah, I I like the Steelers a lot more with Canada gone. You still have Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. but I think the the playmakers are good enough that you can still be a pretty good team. And that defense is always going to be at least solid. The thing that worries me about the Steelers defense in this particular game is that the Cardinals have a lot of fast receivers, a lot of dudes who make things happen after the catch. And the Steelers have a lot of cornerbacks like Joey Porter Jr. who are really good, but not very fast and need need to go deep to stay safe. Yeah. And at five and a half, I still don't want to bet on them. I mean, that's a especially right after we talked about we need to bet on underdogs. That's a domination would take Right. And then would take what is essentially a touchdown line Mm -hmm. on the freaking Steelers. Not a chance. Moving on. We have the Atlanta Falcons going to play the New York Jets. The Jets are plus three or Falcons minus two and a half. Another example of the entire NFL sucking ass. Uh, That said, I I like the Falcons here because I don't think the Jets can score five points. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do worry about the quarterback. I don't. And how many how many points he'll give away they're not gonna throw the ball twice but he fumbles as well they're not gonna let him touch the ball (laughs) like seriously this is arthur smith who already kind of hates throwing the ball as it is and now he's playing against a team where he fears what their defense is like the jets defense is incredible don't get me wrong but perception is also reality so if you think a defense is incredible and you don't trust your quarterback both facts that apply to this game for arthur smith you're you're he might throw the ball less than 10 times he'd be fucking stupid to throw the ball 10 times tim boyle speaking of the inept list watching tim boyle last week and he's starting again i legitimately don't understand like how he got to the nfl in the first place and then like because people like oh he's in the jets because he's friends with aaron Rodgers. that's fine how did he get to meet aaron Rodgers? why it doesn't make any sense I was reading stuff that apparently he is just an absolute computer about offense. Like sure. he he can diagnose stuff like Aaron Rodgers talking about like he goes and talks to him. Fine. But how did they learn that? That means they had to invite him to camp and then let him be on the team for a season. That never should have happened. Like, you know, I, I usually hate when people are like, oh, you know. Kaepernick's one of the best 60 quarterbacks. Dude, fucking, I would so much rather have Kaepernick and deal with bullshit and him looking like Burt from Sesame Street. I'm allowed to say that because I fucking loved Kaepernick when he was at Nevada and with the 49ers, actually. I was He was like one of my first ones where I was like, you guys don't even know he's actually great. And then he made his debut against the Bears and everybody was like, oh, we're going to kill him. They got their backup quarterback. I was like, no, we're fucked. And we were fucked. He threw a ball 60 miles. He threw a a ball 60 miles an hour in the rain in Chicago that night. And he was drafted by the Cubs. So I get to claim him twice. There you go. Happy for you. Maybe not the third time. Colin Kaepernick is not playing for the Jets. There's nothing else to talk about in this game. There's no offense on one side. There's no passing on the other side. One of the teams has a great defense. We take them. Wait, we don't. Fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, are we taking the favorite in what we expect to be a nine to six game? There are no games. <laughs> it's terrible. It's I mean, a bad I... league. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just talk about the next one and we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're going to have to come back to like every games, every game because we don't have a bet yet. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts going to play the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are plus one or Colts minus one and a half. I tried so hard to get through that without laughing. It's all bad teams. The entire NFL is made of bad teams. Um, I don't know. Let's actually flip a coin. Do you have a coin? I do, actually. Heads is Titans, tails is Colts. 
Tails. So we're betting on the Colts. Now nah, I don't want to do that. We're betting on the Titans. <laughs> I, I I knew that if you flipped a coin, I would know how I felt about it because I'd either be happy or angry. And right. the Titans have the they have like shadows of being competent, whereas the Colts kind of don't. Um, as much as we hate Vrabel, he's probably just as good at as Steichen at being a coach in bad football games. Because like when you play bad football, all that ball control shit, all that rah rah motivation shit, that all actually matters. Whereas like Steichen would be a much better coach if he had a quarterback, a running back, a defense at all. Uh, like he's a good coach, a much better coach, but not for this kind of slop game. Uh, the Titans have the better quarterback. They've got similar receivers. Their offensive line sucks, but Indy's defensive line sucks, except for DeForest Buckner. Titans are going to throw the ball 15 times, and they'll probably win because Derrick Henry will get two and a half yards of carry, and one muffed punt will turn into a field goal, and they'll win. Yeah, I mean, this is not a fun one, but I actually had the same feeling when I flipped the coin. I saw it was tails, and I was kind of like, I don't want to bet on the Colts. I'd rather... You know, it's a point, but might matter. Um, also, everybody who plays against the Buccaneers is overrated the next week because everybody's like, wow, their offense might be good. And it's like, no, they just played the Bucs. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, sure. First bet, Tennessee plus one. Cha-ching. <laughs> the saddest cha-ching, I think. Yeah. Next up for the final game in the noon hour. We have the Miami Dolphins going to play the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are nine and a half or Dolphins minus nine. Uh, the the Dolphins are going to get so many points. Yeah. This is one of the three worst defenses in the league. Uh, just so happens we love to bet on the worst defenses, the Bucks, the Commanders, and the Chargers. I think those are probably three of the bottom five. Defense um, matters somewhat. Yeah, and we have not adjusted to that enough. Uh, so we can't bet Washington because their defense is just that bad. I agree. I lean Washington because Washington has the potential to blow up on offense if they just catch the passes and keep Sam Howell upright a little bit, but they don't do those things and they've never made a stop on defense. So I expect Tua to perform like shit and produce like hell and Howell to perform like hell and produce like shit. And therefore fuck this game. I agree. I don't think you can bet on this one. I mean, the Dolphins very well might score 50 points, but they also might score 21. I also don't think that firing Jack Del Rio changes anything because you just went from one old dude who runs cover two to a different, slightly tanner old dude who runs cover two in Ron Rivera. I agree. I don't think it means anything. Uh, let's go to the three o'clock slate. Let's see what we can get done. First up in three o'clock slate, we have the Carolina Panthers going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks are minus five or the Panthers are plus five and a half. Nope. Go Bucks. Put up some stats. Get me Drake May for the Bears next game. Yeah, that, I think that's all that's to be said about that game. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns going to play the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are minus three and a half or Browns plus four. Is there any conceivable world in which we can bet on the Browns? I don't think so. Should we then bet on the Rams, who are low-key kind of okay? Maybe. I mean, Cooper Cup's back, right? Him and Nakua are both working really well. Stafford, I graded him. He got a perfect zero, the DAC line. Uh, he he had some of the best throws you've ever seen, and then one of the worst picks you've ever seen. It was just quintessential Stafford. What do you know? Uh, the defense sucks, but the Browns can't move the ball. It's hopeless. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I lean Rams, though I don't want to bet on a favorite. 
That's all I got. I'm in the same boat as you. I think the Browns are in a rough spot because that offense is hapless. They can't do anything. I mean, they're trying to cycle between DTR, who's bad. Terrible. PJ Walker, who's somehow worse. Mega saboteur. And they just signed 45-year-old Joe Flacco off the couch. We're going to see how many underthrown DPIs he can get before the league changes the rule. And he might play this week. He should. He's the only reason I'm not gung-ho. I know. And I'm kind of in the same boat and I feel insane. You should, we, we should feel insane. If Joe Flacco is holding us back from betting, come on. Who's the better coach? Sean McVay is a slightly better coach, pretty similar coach. Mm-hmm. Who's the better defense? Obviously the Browns by 13 miles. Speaking of miles, he might not have an arm, which means he might not fully play. And even if he plays, he's not going to be awesome, right? Yeah, I mean, he was he was useless after he hurt his arm in the game last week. Turns out having arms is important for defensive ends. Uh yeah, so fuck it. Let's just take the Rams. Yeah, let's do it. I'm okay with that. One of Rams these teams can score the football. It's that simple. Yeah, fuck. I agree. You know what? I know you've got to go to work. We should leave San Francisco, Philly, and KC Green Bay, as well as whatever the Monday night game is, um, Cin- Cincinnati, oh, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Jacksonville. We'll save those three games for a part two pod. I think we'll have awesome. a bet on at least two of those games. Yeah. So we'll get this out now. And therefore, everybody will know we're not betting on Thursday night football. And then we can come back and touch on those three probably tomorrow morning. Yeah, we got to get three more bets in. But we have two. We're not betting on Thursday. We're not betting in the noon slate. Are we betting? Nobody's tailing our bets after last week anyway. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Nope. Especially because we don't fucking like any of these bets. (laughs) Exactly. This is another bad week. I want to say once again, like, honestly, we should bet half units because Tennessee, I'm not fucking betting. LA, I'm not fucking betting. But they are bets for the pod because we have to have five. So don't put your money on them. But if you have to have five picks in a contest, fine. So uh, to be continued, maybe bet on football games. Don't bet on football games right now. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I don't. Correct. All right, Asta.